Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think we're going to take a lot of, of mental mistakes across our offense. Um, you know, this is National Football League. We, this is our job. This is what we get paid to do. And, um, for guys to not know what they're doing on our play is solely falls on them. Guys have to know what they're doing. We're given all the tools. We're given the assignments. Um, it's our job to know where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to do it. Welcome, everybody. And Max... That's Mason Cole talking about the job at hand. You know, again, we're seeing on tape a lot of mental mistakes across our offense. This is the NFL. This is our job. This is what we get paid to do. For guys not to know what they are doing on a play solely falls on them. Guys have to know what they are doing. We are given all the tools. We're given the assignments. It's our job to know where we are supposed to be and how we are supposed to do it. What do you say to that, my friend? Um, to me, it sounds like this is the business at hand. This is really in a nutshell. Well, it just means, Wolf, well, outside of good morning to you. <laughs> yes, good, um, top of the morning, my good man. <laughs> top of the morning, sir. Um, that this is a perfect time for a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> right, you are. <laughs> yeah, no better time than the present, my friend. Um, I think I think this is what we kind of – we, we, we get to at this point, if, if there is an issue, if there is a question. Now, remember, you also had a lot of moving parts for a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Uh, guys taking new roles on, guys coming in off the street yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. for a lot of guys. So sometimes you're, ju- you're just treading water, right? Um, you, you're trying to keep yourself above board, trying to remember key things to at least go out so that you can function as a player within the team construct. Um, So this is a good time to then take a step back. Like I said, remember we talked about it yesterday. Number two was self-evaluate, self-scout. Right. That is a part of the process. What do I know? What do I need to know to be better? And that's a part of the self-evaluation. The coaches are not game planning, right? Right. So the coaches are more available to you. So you have that extra opportunity to talk to your position coach, to have a little bit more one-on-one time if that's necessary. 
Let me. And when you're on, oh, so, yeah, let, let me let me just put. Let's get this more personal. Tell me about an instance where you, okay, what this meant to you. What did you do? What were you lacking? What did you need to work on? How did you go about resolving it? All right. So you, so for our listeners in the past, um, <laughs> when we were at training camp. Remember when I told the story, Wolf, about how, you know, I was trying to figure out what my stance was going to be. Remember yes. that story? Yes, I And do. I was trying everything. Were I was we going eating Uncrustables while we were doing that? You know, the, probably, probably, probably. The delicious little what, sandwiches. What, 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 see, sandwiches. here's the thing. It, 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 it's one of many options uh, of those times <laughs> when we were eating Uncrustables. Uh, the beauty of radio, right? Um, yes, yes. <clears throat> but there was also... Uh, oh, don't make me have uh, to Heimlich you. Mm. Yeah. You know when you get that dry spot on your tongue? And, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Now, go <clears throat> continue. <laughs> All right, yeah. continue. But, um, but th- you know, that same instance where I'm thinking about how I just ca- had to keep repping, 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 different styles, different techniques till I found my own style. Well, the same thing happens when you're given a new playbook or – you're, you're, you've got a new offense that you're trying to understand with the new terminology. You know, I remember – see, I didn't have – you know, we didn't have as much coach time. Right, <clears throat> correct. Even, and we had a later buy like this. Mm-hmm. But as a young guy, you know, I had Barrett Brooks. Barrett Brooks was, my, was, was a veteran team. So it was a little bit different than the, the current construct of this team. Mm-hmm. So Barrett at that time had been in the league 10, 12 years. You know – he was a salty old vet. And I remember having to ask Barrett, like, hey, B, you mind if we stay behind and just watch some more film? Oh, yeah, whatever, whatever, little bro, I got you. Right. And so Barrett would sit with me and would watch film with me. And we'd watch a play. We'd watch all 22. We'd watch the pit view. And then, he, and then you know, he'd rewind it and he'd say, all right, what did you see? And we would go through that process of, okay, what did you see on this? What was it? front recognition? Then what was the coverage? What was the, what, what was the uh, what was the defensive back shell? And then we go through plays out of that formation offensively, and we would go down the line and say what each guy had to do, and then from there it would then get individualized to the defensive players. Like, what were their moves? What were their tendencies? Okay, what did you notice? What was your key at this defensive end? What was your key at this defensive event? What was your key at the D tackle? Like, we would go through this drill, and we did this over and over and over again. And then in the bye, I was like, man, I just I don't feel so comfortable about ride 35 base. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't, I didn't feel that, that good about 34 belly. And he'd be like, all right, okay. He's like, this is my bye week. He was like, my kids are still in school, so we're good, Max. Um, <laughs> this is important. This is important. This, this is, is important. And so he would then spend the extra time, and then we'd go through the plays. Like, okay, what do we run this out of? What's the personnel we run this out of? Okay, what are the possible fronts they can give you? So we write that down before we watch film. And then we go and then watch the film of it and then see where I got stuck at. Because, I mean, the beauty of, of the NFL and the video department they can break down the cutups based by your plays, um, the defensive fronts. If you want it, you can get anything individualized for you, especially now with the tablets. Like I used to have to, they used to have to burn us CDs, mm-hmm. right? And, right, or VHSs. So 
the fact that you can just go get this and it, it can be categorized within your tablet makes it so much easier. But, you know, it was that process. If you understand how to watch film, you can gain a lot from film study. It's a lot of visual reps that you can take with your mind. Yes. And so that was something that you just have to repeat. I just remember having to do that with Barrett. I mean, Barrett d- dang near held my hand the whole <laughs> year. Yeah. You know, till I got it right. Because the first, remember the first five games of the season, I did not dress mm-hmm. for the Steelers as a rookie. I was in street clothes. Barrett was dressed. And then after, after week five, I proved myself enough that I became a jumbo tight end. So therefore I got, I got, I got a, I got a helmet. I got a Jersey. Right. And from there, now I'm learning jumbo tight end stuff and 13 personnel. Now, now I'm learning some of the field goal, fake field goal stuff and some of the, some of the trick plays. So now I had a personalized menu that I could now study and Barrett was with me along the way. Uh, And then of course, Russ, Russ was, was a type that, if you had to know your assignment, I was great at memorization, right? Mm-hmm. I, I could boom, boom, boom. I could say, but to go out and do it sometimes, it was like, ah, I need a minute, you know? Yes. So having the visual reps was something that was extra helpful for me. And so for us, it was, do you know what you're doing? You know, and then next thing you know, I don't care how you do it. Just make sure you do it. And so it was a different construct, whereas, te- you know, the coaches now are more like teachers and they want, you know, they want to go through the process with you. So they're a little bit more hands-on. But I had Barrett Brooks to be that hands-on teacher for me that was like a player coach. But you take that time. As long as there are lights in the building, which I don't think they're going out anytime soon on the right. south side, um, and you have electricity um, to, to plug in and watch whatever you need to, there's no excuse. And if you don't have this cut up, you could go to Andy, you can go to Phelpsy and you can ask them to, to upload that to, to your device. You can, you can go ask coach Myers. Hey, coach Myers, do you have a cut up section for mm-hmm. this? Boom. It's available to you. And if you don't like looking at, 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 a, at a little tablet, you can go right in the, in the, in the team rooms in your, in your position rooms, and you can watch that film. There's sp- plenty of spaces to go watch the film. And snacks, and so, right? Yeah, you- and there are tons of vittles in the O-line <laughs> room, I can tell you that. We got plenty for your heart's desire, from beef jerky to trail mix oh, to, yeah. uh, to jet fuel coffee, um, if that's your desire. Um, but it was important that I spent the extra time. So I wouldn't come home, you know, till you know, practice ended about 4 for meetings, 4.15. I wouldn't come home till 6.30. Right. 37 o'clock because I had that time. I knew how important it was to me. And so to hear Mason say, you know, we have the plays coaches are expecting us to know what to do. There's no excuse why you shouldn't know what to do, especially this week where you don't have an opponent. There's no game plan. It's just about getting your base principles down and there's nothing wrong with a little pen and paper, right? Absolutely. The, note, the spiral bound notebook with a pen or a pencil, however your, your choice, um, your weapon, your weapon of uh, calligraphy is, that's what you use, <laughs> and you jot those notes down, and you get wait, those wait, wait, wait. reps Weapon in Weapon of yep. calligraphy. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. great. I like that. That's yeah. Weapon of calligraphy. My goodness. Yeah. You know, you're a wordsmith, but, young man. Well, you know, I I, I do like to tantalize and, and, and excite <laughs> with my vernacular. So you do a good job. Weapon <laughs> of calligraphy. Yeah, I'll probably but rip that, that off at some point. Yeah, no, nah, no worries. <laughs> I've never go ahead. I, I've never had an original thought in my life. So <laughs> yeah, know. well, no, I mean that, that's why we read, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, but that, but I mean, but 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 like you said, Wolf. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? And I'm sure for you, you know, where what was your moment, and what were, how did you deal with the off week, and especially when there was uncertainty? Mine was very similar, you know. Only mine occurred because we didn't have the off week until later on in my career, you know. So I was already a veteran. Yeah. But it was all. I was for me. It was about some of the physicality of a little rest. A little more weightlifting because late in the season, and you know, the you you don't you don't to you don't keep your lifting up quite as much as you should as you get older and you you move uh, in later into the season because you're all banged up and everything. And it's a, a kind of like reinforcing that, getting back to your your uh, groove of making sure you're on your weights and everything else. But there was also spending a lot more time at home because. Part of the problem when you get older, you have family, and then you got family, and you got kids, and you start, you know, you're doing things with the kids at night, and all of a sudden, the things like the mental gymnastics that I used to do every night, because you just simply can't experience each and every situation on each and every play based on down distance formation and all these things on, in the practice. So you've got to get the mental aspect of recreating it in your mind what we call or i used to call in the theater of our minds and you've got to be able to spend a lot of time doing that i would spend anywhere upwards at least a half an hour if not an hour hour and a half where you're just going over the plays and mentally reassessing your play and and working on your techniques and you can do so much of that mentally and so it's just kind of over and over every time that you you do this you polish the technique in your mind and harden it into your central nervous system. It's a true thing. I mean, I, I tell guys all the time, you, you are doing a disservice to yourself if you are not putting yourself in the theater of your mind, if you are not getting the mental gymnastics done, because you will never, again, as I said, be able to recreate all the situations with all the repetitions in any sort of week. And that's what it puts your, it, it accelerates your development. There's no question about it. And so for myself, even a technique that I had to work on was because at that point in time, I had to jump out to tackle occasionally because, unfortunately, we had had some people get hurt at tackle. And the fact was I was like the tallest of the guards by about a half an inch. So I guess that was the prerequisite for me going out to play tackle. But for me, I was I had been a guard for so long. All right, so I'm a close quarter combat guy. So my technique was it was it was like a cannon shot. You know, I'm gonna jump set a guy and I'm gonna be right in his grill. It's gonna be close quarter combat in a phone booth. Well, you get out to tackle and you know that's a lot of wide open space out there, Max. And I'm not yeah. near as big as you are. You know, <laughs> yeah. so there's a there's a problem with covering some of that wide open spaces when the large prairie mammals that you're doing battle with are bigger than you. You know. So yeah. you have some issues out there. But certainly um, with a lot of work, and it came down to doing that week, I remember just doing drills and footwork drills over and over, maintaining the inside-out aspect of, of uh, playing the, the man on an, uh, with an outside angle, you know, playing him from the inside out and being able to punch and step with you. I had the hardest time of punching and stepping with the foot. I would either yeah. punch and then step, or I would step and then punch, you know, but it was not – timed up together and it just was always creating a problem for me and so that was my week to really nail down that get that groove feeling of it and we went on to play I think San Diego and it worked out good I had Leslie uh was it I can't remember his name now oh, Leslie O'Neill oh yes yes hot pass there rusher hot pass rusher yes and yeah. um but you know 
it, things worked out. I had a lot of extra time. I was able to put the due diligence in and get the work done. And this is this is what I'm talking about when when we are talking. You know, we're not talking out of sorts to the folks out there. What we're trying to do is get you to see this is what it looks like behind the curtain. This is what it is when you're you're not a player. This is what the players are doing. And when a player like Mason Cole says. This is the National Football League. This is our job. This is what we get paid to do. If you don't know, you know, if you're not, uh, you don't know uh, the plays, that falls solely on them, you know, and he really means it. It's not like you're just saying that to cut a quote in the paper. Do you know what I mean? Mason Cole believes that, and I I know he's right. We've been there. Yeah, no, I mean, and and it's not something that, you know, (laughs) <laughs> is forgot on us. I think that's the other thing. Yeah. You know, w- when you've been in that situation, when you've been in that locker, you understand the struggles. It's it's not lost on you. Yes. It, it's it's something that it, it floods it floods the theater of the mind with memories of <laughs> of, of, of past. That theater's you getting know? mighty murky, buddy. <laughs> l- l- listen, listen. Hey, the floor's getting sticky in that theater, guys. <laughs> we need to stop clean up. spilling the popcorn. Clean up we on need aisle a janitor. Five. We need a janitor, and that's what the bye week is, right? That that's also what the bye week's True. for, to clean up that mental theater, to clean up your mindset. If if you've been going down a path that might not be so great, you know, this is also a chance to kind of give yourself some self love and some self healing, um, because you know, let let's just be transparent here, Wolf. We are not as kind to ourselves mentally as pro athletes in all instances. No, no. And I think that is something that, you know, needs to be stated, needs to be talked about is that, you know, we could, you know, whatever our why and our it was that got us into the league, Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you 85 to 90% of them was using negative self-talk inside your head. You're not good enough. You don't deserve to be here. What are you doing here? Show, Show the reason why you deserve to be. Like you start using this type of language to hype you up, to get you ready for games. Right. Yes. But there is no game this week. So now you can give yourself some some self-reinforcement of positivity. You can go in you can say, man, look how far we've made it so far, man. You're, well, you're doing a great job. Hey, you're still healthy. You know, you could start using that type of mental meditation during this time. When I talked about that other thing we talked about, taking time to breathe. That's what I was just going to say. I heard some other players saying that. Max, I was going to say, Max, you were talking about that word yesterday, breathing. You know, and it's important. Yeah. It's it's about and continue now breathing. But this is what some yeah. I heard some of the other players talking about, uh, and I know it's it's of the essence. Yeah, because when you're sitting there, you're trying to get enough uh, in you, right? You're trying to always keep yourself at a caffeinated, stimulated state. Like you said, you're going to use <laughs> these different things, but you don't have to be at that point right now during this week. That's the thing. It's okay to heal. You know, I saw something Jim Carrey was talking yesterday on, on a little quote, and he was talking Dumb about – Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey? Dumb and Dumber in Living Color, Ace okay. Ventura, All right. The Mask. Uh, I, gotcha. I, I could name his whole uh, biography of, of works. But, um, but he said something that was just profound to me, and I'm going to share it with you guys. He said, he said, you need to be depressed sometimes. Hmm. And he said, because when you think of de- deep depressed, it means deep rest. Huh. Deep rest. Sometimes you have to take that time away and take a deep rest for yourself. So 
that's what deep being depressed is in a lot of senses how he how he described it you know talking with his spiritual teacher was about being able because there's that character you must play out in the world and sometimes that burden becomes heavy on you that character we play are football players correct, correct. <laughs> you know, yep. we have to go out and play that in a very physical theater so sometimes you need to take that step back and bec- and have a deep rest because your body needs to heal your body needs to breathe deeply and that's why you know you hear a lot of people talking about breath work right and meditation and yoga like using that because that air is what fills your body it fills your cells it's what repairs your body so he was simply using being depressed is a good thing because it means deep rest to take that time to just breathe deeply and to fill yourself back up before you then have to go back out into the world to do what it is that you do and i thought that was <clears throat> i thought that was something that was very apropos and very on point to make sure that you're taking care of healing yourself internally before you go beat it up physically you well know, there's no doubt you know i mean th- yeah. this is this is that's part of the restfulness that you got to get but it's also the acknowledgement that there's work to do you got two diametrically yeah. opposed options coming up here and you got to find that balance in between the two you know the thing and I, we're, we're going to explore this further but you know when i see you know what what mason says and then i watch the tape you can see the 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 situations that occur that get you behind the sticks you know whether it's uh lining up off the ball you know i mean chooks knows He's trying to cheat it back to create a, a good vantage point to be able to negate a hot pass rushing angle. Yeah, I get that. There's no doubt about it. Normally, those guys, the refs, will they will like warn you. You know what I mean? And I just wonder if that happened or it failed to happen because Cleet Blakeman didn't seem to be any kind of, you know, Steelers fan at all. <laughs> uh, Definitely not. You know, uh, but you know, the, the, that's that's one situation. Not lining up on the wrong side of the kicker on the kickoff is another. You just you can't do that, you know? And and those are the little things. Like, um, you know, the illegal shifts. You cannot shift if one other guy is moving, right? That, yeah. And they, these are all things that, that they're, they're the little things, but those are the things that become big that put you behind the sticks that, that create um, the inability to be able to roll the chains on, on third down. And those are the things that are getting frustrating, but they're also things that, like like Mason said, um, guys got to know what they're doing. And, you know, you're given all the tools. You're given the assignments. But part of our assignment is we got to go to break, Max. Yes, it is. It, it is that part. We're going we're, we're gonna to take a deep rest <laughs> for the next couple of minutes. I am so depressed. I'm going to deep yes. rest. You're on by yourself the next segment. <laughs> okay. There, hey, you, know, you know, whatever you need for, for mental health and wellness, Wolf, I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> you know, all I've, right. I've been, I've been concussed since 1981. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hey, you still wake up in the morning. That's all that matters. Amen. <laughs> all right. But uh, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk more about bye week. We're, we're going to talk more about the process. What needs to be done? Also, the evaluation. That's what we do, right, as analysts. We evaluate. So we'll continue with more in the locker room here with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. 
the F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, I mean, you feel progress and then we, you know, we have a penalty or we have a, a mental, you know, something mental that we can control. Um, and those are the things that frustrate you more than anything. Like, you know, a guy dropping a ball or missing a block or I miss a throw. Like, the, the physical things that you can, you, you know, pat each other on the back and we'll go get them next time. Like, those are the things you can put up with. But the stuff that we can't put up with is the mental and, and the, the mental mistakes. And that needs to get fixed. Um, but, you know, we're close. Everyone's saying we're close. When we, when we fix that stuff, I think then we'll be close. All right, that was Kenny Pickett <clears throat> just talking about kind of the mental process, right? There's some things you can you can get away with. There's some things that, you know, you can put an arm around a guy and say, hey, it, it, it's okay. But the one thing they won't put up is the mental mistakes. And I think, that, and I think that's, that's everybody, right? I think that's every player when you speak to them to a man, they're going to say that, right, Wolf? I mean, you know, right. hey, there, there's certain things we could tolerate and there's certain things, you know, we knows what we we know what individually what gnaws at our craw, right? You know, yeah, which yeah. gives us an issue. Um, but like you said, the mental stuff is something you just won't. Can you talk about a time when you've been peeved? Like, what was one of your pet peeves in game? If a guy did, I'm not saying to name a guy or oust a guy or anything, but you know, just in your mind, like one of the things that was kind of like one of those things that just bothered you. You didn't say anything about it. But what was one of the things that, that got to you penalty-wise or something that was done in-game just just for, for it always it, it really frosted me when you got those those pre-snap motion penalties. I mean, they just they're, – they're, it's hard to, to put into words when you're struggling offensively and you keep screwing yourself over by doing something pre-snap that puts you five yards back. It's just, yeah, you know, and, and and for a wide receiver, I guess I would say wide receivers used to really bug me because just watch the ball, okay? Just watch the ball. Yeah, you got no nobody's screaming in your ear. You 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 don't have to listen to your quarterback's voice. You watch the ball. That's as simple as it gets. <laughs> and um, so that that was a little pet peeve of mine, you know. And it, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's also also when they would hold. Don't hold. All right, that's my purview. Okay, that's my area. Yeah, that's that's one of my costs of doing that, business that's, problems. That's my specialty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really want to say it like that, but now that you've said it, okay, it's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, once again, because let's face it, we know how to. They yes. don't. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's why it's our specialty. They're they're they're, they're rookies at holding. Okay, yeah, they don't exactly. know how to properly hold. Do you know the hours that we have spent <laughs> learning how to hold properly without getting flagged? <laughs> it's a master's degree course that we have we have acquired over many years, high school, college, to get to this level. That's already eight years of schooling. You know what I'm saying? We, we yes. That's like walking. That's like walking in to a podiatrist's office and talking about the eyes, right? If you're an ophthalmologist, there you like, go. No, you don't do it. I'm not going to tell you the risk of your foot with my eye experience. That That's just not going to happen. Like, doctors don't do that. If you're that specialized, you don't go in and tell another guy what to do or you don't try and do his job for him. Now, if you're a primary care, you're a jack of all trades, that's a tight end, okay? Tight ends, tight ends can do that, but not a receiver because a tight end is a right receiver slash offensive lineman. So you can kind of get away with it because you're a part-time guy. Um, but, yeah, so mine, Wolf, was – 
Wide receivers jumping offsides. <laughs> I'm going to get real specific here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's universal uh, for offensive linemen, yeah. I think. On a hard count for a run play. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're not going to block you, do you Do you know how, how not in the play you are at that point? <laughs> Like I get, you don't you don't want to have a loaf at the snap, but I can tell you this: if it's a run and you've got a corner out there declared to you playing kind of semi press, you know, three three four yards off the ball in right. front of you, and you're outside the numbers, guess what? We're not running your way, so you should <laughs> never jump off sides. Okay, never. You could go blind and just listen to the sound of the crowd for when the ball is snapped, and then react, okay? <laughs> like, that's that's how out of it you are. And I don't I don't need – now, if you motion in and you're the guy getting the safety, right, right. okay. But we're not motioning you in until after we've done the hard count and we're about to snap it next play, right? Because you don't want to bring that guy in too soon. And if it's in a man situation, not a pass-off situation, you know, we want to have that ID before we snap the ball. But if you are stationary, you are outside, and it is a run play. And hopefully, as a wide receiver, you know which direction, you know, odds and evens go. If it's going away from you, you should be the most steadiest, most still human being on the football field. <laughs> That's the true word. You are number 22 out of 22 mm. on this field as far as level of importance, okay? <laughs> we, could, we could have a kicker out on the field, and you'd still be 22. You know what I mean? Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Just don't uh, don't move. That, that, so that that's my like that was the I one pet peeve. You talk about sending me into a tizzy, coming back to the huddle. That would be the one that would send me into a tizzy. It, it was like you just see red at that point because you were so pissed off that we now back up five yards. We had a perfect run play, and guess what? We're going to do next play. We're yeah. going to pass because we're five yards deeper. Yeah, which made, you just made my life harder because now i got to pass protect exactly. instead of running but then the you, but, but then you wonder if he did it on purpose so that he could get involved <laughs> in the play. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the other thing that then gets into your mind. It's like, okay, oh. so, so you just – so you did that so you could be involved. So you had a pity party, jumped off sides. So now – and now you're going to expect the ball too, right? Is that, is that, is that, is that how it works? Yeah. I, I, once again, see, if you see – once you get inside my head, Wolf, is a scary place because I have these conversations with myself, you know, and <laughs> this, as both This is actors, how your mind works, okay? I mean – This is that's, my theater of the mind. I, apparently, I need to clean up too. You just need a fumigation up there uh, because it's still bothering me to this moment. Like, I, like I'm like – all right, well, if you're going to need to talk, because I, I need to calm myself down. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about this. You know, I go back to the Mason Cole quote. All right, and he says it's it's the onus is really honest. You got to know what you're doing, and you got to be able to do the job. And it goes back all the way back to my rookie year. I remember Joe Green, the great mean Joe Green, legendary Steeler, foundational Steeler, a guy that <clears throat> changed the whole course of the franchise, right? And he bellowed out in the locker room at one point in time when things weren't going so well way back in 1980 and he said you know the lights are a little too low and he said it in a very harsh term (laughs) the lights are a little too low to study your playbook at confetti's after midnight and confetti's Uh, was uh, a a nightclub back in the day right in the in the 80s and he was making the point to all of us young bucks and to uh, some of the other guys, that guys were not taking their assignments, their orientation to the playbook serious enough that we were not getting the job done, and he was letting us know. That's what leadership is. 
So when Mason Cole steps out and does the same thing 42 years later, that's that to me says, you know, this is a locker room that understands and you've got leadership in place and you've got to go about the job of making sure everybody's doing what they need to do. You know, I mean, that's it's as simple as it is. Sometimes, you know, when 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 guys say what Mason Cole says, people tend to think, okay, but that's that's not the problem. The problem is this. You know, we're not throwing the ball enough downfield or we're playing too much man defense or we're not blitzing enough. No, the simple the simple answer is the simple answer. You know, it is what it is. And people often gloss over that because they want something else that they can sink their teeth into and say, that's it. That's what's causing it. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what I think, you know, when we're looking at how everything plays out, when we're looking at how you hold yourselves accountable, that that's a part of the process, right? Well, that, that that's the accountability that you have to be able to, you know, you can hear the words publicly, but how you receive them, you know, you got to look at in, internally. You've got to understand and process, where do I fit into this equation? So when I hear something said, <clears throat> what did I do to add or detract from that statement? Like, what was my... <clears throat> inherent role within the and within the construct of why he said what he said was that you know was that directed at me what did i do to even feel like i applied to that statement right and be truthful about it right not just kind of buzz it off oh, i don't know what he's talking about uh that's bs because he does this 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 and this right, right? That, that's usually the negative reaction when sure. you hear phrases right well if you feel you know? you're being attacked what you don't <clears throat> tend to defend yourself exactly 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 and i think that's what you have to kind of take personal stock you know because it's not directed at you unless he came and looked you in your eyes and said it was you um <laughs> no joe, know, now, now joe didn't point directly at me but <laughs> you know but when somebody like Joe Green speaks, it's it's kind of like wide-ranging. You know, everybody feels like he's looking at them at one moment or other. And you start remembering how many – you start you start doing the calculation of how many hours you spend at Confetti's. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't know where right. Confetti's is, Hoopies, you're Hoopies, in the safe zone. Hoopy's <laughs> listening. I'm not, I'm not fessing up to anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, real, you realize you're past the statute of limitation. Just oh, that's true. Wondering. That's true. We're good. That, that is We're true. Good. That is true. That is true. You know, and I'm sure, you know, for most people, like, oh, my gosh, you know, I love when I love when paper paper items fall from the ceiling. Yep. Uh-huh. Me, too. <laughs> me, too. Um, but uh, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, that that's what it is. So you, you kind of take that self-ID, self-evaluation. Okay, well, what have I been doing? Da, 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 da. Okay, to this point. But you get what the leaders are saying when they make these blanket statements because it's their observations. And obviously, you're not going to say to Joe Green, well, Joe, how do you know how late it is and how dimly lit Confetti's is in the evenings? But you don't say that to Joe Green. You do not say that to Joe Green at all. The man will rip your face (laughs) off, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you think it. Yeah. But you think it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And and I think that was also my my fault was that I I was that guy that would probably have made that uncomfortable statement at the wrong time. I do possess that tendency. Do you, uh, are you to, one of the, were you a mouthy kid in high school? Oh, I, 
repartee was my was my gift. <laughs> Can't you tell? That's why I'm on radio right now. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> exactly. You think I can I hold my tongue? No, absolutely not. No, it was not a skill set of mine. That's why I was in speech and debate. Um, <laughs> oh, there you school. go. Exactly. It, you, I, I, it wasn't like I was a natural, like, oh, I've got to be the challenger or I've got, I've got to be the one that has to go against the grain. But if it popped in your mind, that means it's popped in somebody else's mind at some point. True. And so simply getting that clarification, I just needed it. I just needed it. And sometimes it did come out in a very s- smart and not a good smart type of way. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is this is the double-edged sword of wit, right, Wolf? Yes, <laughs> you know, it, yes. Yeah, it's good when it's good, but it's bad when it's bad. <laughs> yeah, like, like it can cut others and it can cut yourself. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, so I think that, but 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 it, there's truth in that. There's truth yep. in that to where if you're saying it just to be negative or funny in the moment, you get it. But at the same time, sometimes it's not needed. And the whole point is, is to say, are you doing what you think is necessary to be successful? That's ultimately what the message is. And if you think you're doing enough, but you're constantly getting ripped in meetings, you have the wrong mindset. Yeah. And the way you keep a job is to perform your job. Yes. And if you're not performing your job, guess what? You're not keeping your job. So this is one constructive diversion that I can offer to you is that you might want to go in a place with better lighting. You might want to hit, if you need the and library. Earlier. Yeah, and a lot, do it a lot earlier. Don't sit there and say at 1130, you know what, I need to look at my playbook. No, that's not that's not the great time because you just wasted the other 23 and a half hours before that moment if you felt that you needed it at that moment. So be constructive with your time. Heal your body as much as you can. We know sometimes you, you need a little, you know, liquid liquid uh, medication i get that nothing wrong with that as long as you do it in a responsible manner um to heal the body because it's a physical game but at the same time replenish you your fluids Repl- always hydration hydration <laughs> hydration right fluids 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 no matter where you get them from yes at one point all those items were nutrients you know it's just <laughs> yeah. you're you're searching for the basal element of that nutrient there you go all right my friend you know what time it is it is break time Hoot, hoot. I wish we could do like that, uh, you know, that, 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 uh, hi ho, you know, the, seven uh, dwarfs. Yeah. The, uh, was it the, uh, seven dwarfs or the munchkins? Yeah. No, se- seven dwarfs. Okay. Because remember they, 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 they would always, they play oh, yes, the horn. Oh, yeah. Hi ho. Yep. Oh, it's off to work we go. Anyway. So off we go. Well, yeah. So off we go to break time. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're transitioning into a new quarterback, okay? And right now, I get worried about his confidence. 
because I've seen this happen to other quarterbacks right now. Take the ball out of his hands. Don't ask him to do as much as you're asking him to do. I know we have these receivers and everything else. It's not about the receivers. Oh. It's about a philosophy on offense that says, listen, what's the best part of your team? It's going to be your defensive side, but that gets worn down after a period of time. There's no margin of error there. You have to somehow shorten the game no doubt. with this quarterback, and it goes back to running the ball. I put him back under center. Don't subject him to being back there and getting sacked six times today. And that's is a good defense. I get it. You're right. The Saints are no. That's a good defense too. Yes. They're find this weekend and week out. So, I, I just, I, I, again, the same from the beginning. You're, you're two and six. Understand, it's a period of transition. Yeah. What's in the best interest to develop this quarterback, who's your quarterback of the future, yeah. without destroying his confidence? Well, that of course is your old coach, Bill Cowher. Uh -huh. There, Max. I think you, oh, you, you, yeah. you knew the chin right away. Correct. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. The, you you understand that BC? The chin starting to jut out, the spit starting to starting to form in the corners of the mouth. You know, that, I, I I do I do miss that voice right there from BC. You know what's uh, funny? Man. Chuck used to give you the, what we called the bulldog look, as Tunch said. Chuck could give you a look that that would make you want to pee down your leg, right? <laughs> yeah. Chuck Chuck was just he was a, he was a. Uh, he was a wonderful nonverbal communication guy. You know what I mean? He didn't have to say something to make make your stomach feel kind of watery if you catch my drift. And certainly, when you a guy like Bill Cower, you know, the, as you said, the chin comes out. You know, one of the funniest stories, Bill Cower, back when James started up in Buffalo. This was uh, Debo, right? James Harris. Yeah. He starts up in Buffalo, and I'm on the sidelines, right? I'm doing that deal. So the Bills are coming out of their own end zone. They're backed up in the end zone, and, and they're on, like, their own five-yard line. Debo's standing at the line of scrimmage, and something went wrong on first down. It's now second down. And and Bill is to my left as I'm about the 15-yard line watching this, right? I hear Bill screaming, James! James, you know, as loud as you, I'm looking over, wow, what, you know, and James is standing, you know, towards our sidelines. He's just standing there with his back to Bill, and he ain't turning around. And I, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, you know Debo, right? He, he ain't yeah, turning exactly. around. He ain't giving him the satisfaction. So Cowher no, comes. Exactly. Cowher breaks the coach's box. He's now like 15, 10 yards away from me on the, he's like around the, the 30, 25, right? And he's screaming, James. <laughs> And I turn around and I look, and the veins are like stick, sticking out in his neck as he's screaming at James, trying to get him. And Debo's just yeah. standing there, end man on the line. Everybody's, you know, broken the huddle. They're just standing there in their positions, waiting for the Bills to come out. And he refuses. And finally, Cowher's like, he steps forward again. He's like, only five, six yards from me on the 15th. He screams. He finally goes, I know you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I thought that was one of the funniest things, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Debo, Debo was one of a kind because he knew he knew if he turned around, right, he was catching the full impact of the chin in that moment. <laughs> and, and it's like you go out there, hey, let, let's do the play, let's get let's get off the field. You can tell me on the sidelines, coach. I ain't trying to hear that mess right now, mid mid, mid play, mid mid drive, uh, <laughs> with the situation. But it was just. I mean, but that, but that's James for you, man. That that was James, and that's BC. I mean, in a nutshell, you described two people and how obstinate both of them were. You know, <laughs> right? Absolutely. 
I mean, it, we. I mean, we had some strong personalities, uh, just like you, right? right? Every team has those strong personalities. Yep. But man, we 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 had, I mean, more than our fair share. I felt like on those early two thousands <laughs> teams. Between Peasy, right, Joey Porter, right. Between between Clark Hagen, I mean, our entire outside linebacker crew was just psycho. I mean, let's just put it that they, way. I, I love them to death. You know what? That's but right. They were a wild bunch. They were a wild bunch, man. All they of were. Them. Yeah, and then Foot was the instigator in the inside <laughs> backer room. Potsy, James Ferrier was one. Like J, like J, don't let James fool you because he was soft spoken. He's a Hall of Honor member and everything else. Right. James was a master mess talker. Really? Master. Oh, PhD. PhD love. James was here James was here this weekend with me for my daughter's birthday because his kids and my kids are very Oh yes, close. yes. I know you guys um, are tight. Yeah, and so and th- just just to give you a quick little insight into this. Uh so James's wife Amon is 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 also very strong personality. And James is like, Hey, I ride with my baby. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, listen, all right. And we were talking about a game of Scrabble. Okay. And so and so we were playing at Super Bowl up in L.A. We were playing a game of Scrabble one night. And we're sitting around the dining room table after, after the kids are asleep. And we are just, you know, and mind you, we've also, we've been hydrating, you know, at the house. Right, absolutely, covering you know, all your bases. Hang, just, yeah, just hanging out, making sure nobody catches a cramp, you know. <laughs> Um, it's it's awful when you cramp up at a buddy's house. It's just you know. Yeah, it, it is. It is it's socially it's unacceptable. Yeah, it. it's very awkward. Yeah, because it's like you know, and then and then they have a stand up shower, so you know the only tub is like in one of the kids' rooms. <laughs> so I can't necessarily do an Epsom salt bath, you know, up in their room <laughs> on their sleep. So I figured I'd take it upon myself to make sure I was properly hydrated. Yes, and everybody else followed suit because we understood prehydration is the best hydration. So. <laughs> We we decided to pull out the Scrabble board because Abad had been just talking all kinds of mess about how, how her Scrabble skills and and the game before we obviously were not necessarily at the right mind, but you know we didn't finish that game so they were out here and said okay are we doing this are we doing this so we pull out the Scrabble board and James and my wife Tiffany are about to join us we're like nope 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 this is a head to head battle. <laughs> She's been talking enough mess, and apparently I'm feeling some type of way, so we need to handle this. And we literally we we played Scrabble up until their flight left. No uh, kidding. Yes. So we got <laughs> to a very intense match. Everybody's watching and like, oh, okay. Whoa. Oh <laughs> yeah, my so goodness. So Clash of the Titans and Scrabble. So yeah, we take everything seriously. But yeah, James was talking mess on the sidelines the whole time. Love it. So, oh, Max, you ain't got big words. Oh, you got a little word. Oh. It doesn't matter. So yes, James. You know who's don't got big words you. coming up though? I got I got to tell you because we got to go to break because yeah, yeah, we have a ahead. guest, Alvaro yes. Martin, the Steelers Spanish play-by-play broadcaster. He's going to join us in the next segment. I am so excited because I know you know some Espanol, right? You're gonna you're gonna. Buenos días, Cerros. There you go. Buenos Cerros. I know it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Take us away, Max. <laughs> All right, we got Alvaro coming up next in the locker room. With Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio, Power Hour. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.